0: Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big
1: businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Sarah Reynolds. And I'm Seychelle Van Poole. We just left our Her Best Life flagship experience in Nashville, um, where we had close to 350 strong, powerful women in the room. And um, I don't I don't know about you, Sarah, but I, I, I've really been sitting with leaving that experience in a lot of reflection Me on too. it. And yep. um, just like, I just processing kept thinking, it. yeah, like I've, I've really been processing it over the last week and um, Sarah and I wanted to bring some of it to you because I mean, my feet still hurt. Because I danced all night and had yeah. so much yeah. fun, <laughs> and, and my 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 head is is processing, and my heart is processing, just all of the feedback we got, and, and all of the, uh, just all of the observations from everybody in the room, and 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 what what moves everyone forward from it, and so, you know, Sarah and I were. Kind of talking offline about how how powerful that can be to be in a room where, you know, no one needs anything from you. They're not on your payroll. They don't need you. Um, But everybody wants to see you succeed. Yes. No. What that can be like. That
0: that's right. I think. Too. I mean, our amazing co hosts, uh, Wendy, Tiffany, and Kimber, were also there. And so this is an organization that we uh, run together. But we, Say and I, were like, we're going to hijack the podcast. Maybe for yes. the rest of the year.
1: I know you guys are stuck with us. <laughs> <You're> stuck. <laughs> we were talking about like, to,
0: to find out where our amazing other co-hosts are that maybe you haven't heard from in a while. Uh, you have to give <laughs> us a review, and we will give you hints and uh, about where where they're located, uh, so you can find them to find out their recap of her best life. <laughs> but we're excited. We're excited to to bring it to you today, and and just talk through. It was an event that we put on that I'm super proud of. I feel, first and foremost, I feel proud after the event um, of just the life change that happened um, in the room. Uh, And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, But it was definitely a powerful, powerful few days for our Her Best Life flagship experience.
1: Yeah, it really was. And um, I'm also going to give myself a pat on the back that today, y'all, so we've been doing this podcast since when? 2020, Sarah? Yes. When did we first yep, record? February of 2020. So yep. three and a half years, and today is the day that I figured out how to host our recording studio. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that is uh, the power of a good team. I just. Yeah. I just want to say. <laughs> yeah.
0: Congratulations. Three and a half congratulations. years. Congratulations. Yes. To, thank to you. say for for learning how to host our um, account <laughs> for recording and and I have to say if you are listening to us, which most of you are because this is a podcast, uh, yes. you got to get on YouTube because say also as our host looks so cute, she is wearing a, a hat from her daddy, uh, one am. of her dad's hats, and it looks so good on her. And so you've got to you. you've got to see our beautiful Seychelles today.
1: Well, thank so hop you. on to YouTube and check her out. I received that. Thank you. Um, I love this hat. It's As my favorite should. one of his. So when we were clearing out his things, that was definitely, I was like, ooh, I'm going to get some use out of that one. So yes, yeah. So I love we it. have we have this um, really cool um, kind of flow for you today. and And the reason why I say flow is I want you to think about this episode today like a river where... In different times in your life, you're in different parts of the river in each of these areas. Sometimes you are like what we used to do in college in the San Marcos River, and you're floating with a koozie and a bevy and a little tube, and everything's great, and it's hot outside and cold in the river and fabulous. And sometimes you're going down class four rapids, and sometimes life just throws you over the waterfall. And so true. there has <laughs> been, for each of us, you and me both, the past couple of years, we've had all, all of those scenarios. And what I think is really cool about the flagship experience that we did this last weekend is every year when you come, you show up in a different part of the river. And in some parts of your life, you are floating right along. And in other areas, you've got major boulders in your way and... Rapids trying to throw you out of the boat. And it's in each area that we're going to go over today, you may be in a different place. And so I love our flagship experience because every year I show up in a different part, in a different area of my life, and it moves the needle so forward true. for me in one of them. And so that's why we encourage like community and and do and doing this together multiple times because every year you're in a different place and you receive parts of it in a different way and your community shows up in a different way. So I'm I'm excited um, to kind of reveal this with you all, and um, I know our co-hosts are really excited for us to be revealing all of this with you too. And um, so we're gonna we're gonna get in today and talk about the game of life. And what that means for us. Yes. That's
0: right. Um, So the big theme for the event was life. And so um, it was an acrostics. uh, L for leadership. um, I for um, investing and wealth building, right? Uh, F for friendship E for energy. And then, of course, we had the exclamation point, which was the fun. Um, and so that was the theme of the of our flagship experience. Um, and so we're going to dive into what we learned in terms of leadership. Um, and I have heard probably – I've talked to multiple of uh, our members that attended the experience. And um, mm-hmm. probably the number one thing that I'm hearing from people that went – is something that you said, Seychelle, which is you said that when someone is silent, if someone goes dark, Mm -hmm. if if we stop hearing from someone, then typically as leaders or friends or a community, that means when we need to be there for them most. And so, so many times in Mm -hmm. leadership, um, we feel like we have to handle everything on our own. We have to be all things to all people, yes. and so what happens is when we have struggles, when we go through things, many times we get we go silent, um, and we go yeah. dark. And Seychelle mentioned the importance as of a community to have a community that notices when you go dark, notices when mm-hmm. you go quiet, and then being that um, that leader to <laughs> lift up another leader. Mm-hmm. And so that was so mm-hmm. powerful when you said that, Seychelle.
1: Well, and Sarah, I was uh, I was kind of amazed because um uh, thank you first off and i was so amazed when we were preparing for the event in the room and then even after the event i've heard from so many insanely successful strong powerful i mean unstoppable women with really 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 high visibility i mean we're talking like leaders on a national stage and how isolated they have felt how lonely they have felt how um challenged they have felt Either in personal life or in business in the last year, and um, they just they've quietly suffered through it, and yeah. I, I just it, it hit me so hard when we were talking to so many different women on you know this event. Yes, it's here to lift you up and to help carry you, but how many people walked in the room just dr- I mean drowning and drowning? You know, we were we talked on when you and I were teaching Sarah, but like when someone's drowning. It's not like an it's not like the movie jaws where people are flailing in the water and they're screaming and you can hear it. It's silent. And it was such like it's yes. just been sitting with me on that visual of how many of our fellow leaders, men, women, like regardless of gender, how many of our leaders are drowning right now and we think they're busy or we think that they're off doing other things, but really they're suffering in silence and and we don't know. And so if you haven't heard from somebody that is a friend of yours or a leader of yours or you think you really respect someone and they've been silent lately and you haven't heard from them and maybe you don't know them that well, I think you would be surprised at how impactful it would be just to do a touch base or a reach out um, to check in because we need it so badly right now and we need these leaders to succeed because so many families depend on them. Um, So we need them. To thrive. So true. And we need them to have a safe so space. True. They can come and let their guard down and take their armor off.
0: So so powerful. So not only being proactive about being there for others, being there for other leaders, but then also in our own leadership journey, knowing that yeah. many times we go internal, we, we revert away from those that can help us. And I, I re, I'll never yeah. forget... Um, our friend, uh, Sue Adler. So in, in our, uh, circle that we've been, that I've, I've had the honor of being part of for many years. Um, I've always been pretty outspoken, right? Um, I'm I lean aggressive, I lean aggressive, right? But for a period of time, I went, I went pretty quiet and Sue, um, was adamant to talk to me about it. And I remember she kept bringing it up. We were all together. She kept bringing up, I need to talk to you one-on-one. I need to talk to you one-on-one. And I kept saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, we'll talk. We'll talk. Finally, at the airport, I'm at the gate, and she would not leave me. And she was like, I have to talk to you about something. And she shared with me the story of when she started growing her business, and a lot of people needed things from her, wanting Mm -hmm. things from her. And what that, what happened is that she went in, she went in, um, internal, like meaning she, Mm -hmm. um, like pushed everyone away, pushed away the community, pushed away her friends, pushed away fellow leaders because she was scared in terms of seeing the changes in her career, seeing the changes in her leadership. And she looked at me and she said, Sarah, you're doing that. You're pushing us away. Mm. You're thinking you're going to handle everything on your own. And she said, I'm here to tell you that you're not alone and that we're here for we're here with you and that you don't need to handle all of this by yourself. And that we want to be your friend wow. friend and support of you, not someone that wants something from you. Like right. Mm-hmm. And so what that was eye-opening for me because in our own leadership. Like not Mm -hmm. only do we need to be paying attention to others, but we need to also be paying attention to ourselves in terms of when we're pushing someone away, when we're pushing uh, those that love us most away, that's not the right thing. And so making sure that we don't run from a community that we've built, instead leaning into it um, and how powerful that is in terms of our own
1: leadership journeys. Mm -hmm. I love that, Sarah. And I mean, the tenacity of Sue is something that is, Uh, a superpower of hers because once she puts her mind to something, she does not let off until she figures it out, which I adore and love about her. And what there was something you said about um, us coming into the room this year in Nashville that I I really appreciated. And you said, you know, it's so tempting for us all to walk in with our armor on Mm. and to just suit up and look good and be right and how awesome am I and how great is everything. And you kind of mentioned to me on the side, you said, you know, the, the power of this room is actually when we all take the armor off and we get real with each other and vulnerable and give ourselves permission to just be where we're at. Yes. And you were so right when you looked at the room that that was a totally a magic sauce of, I think, giving ourselves permission to, to be in a safe space that we can do that without judgment and without, you know, without fear, which can be yeah. a scary thing when you're yep. used to being the person all the time.
0: Yep. I think that uh, that's how we open up all these events with a vulnerability mm-hmm. panel because it's so, powerful. it's so powerful for everyone to feel safe. And I shared something that was very vulnerable um, on stage as we opened up the event, which was, you know, this year has been a very hard year in terms of business and empire building and what has felt like sometimes empire destroying um, versus building. Uh, But it has been... Uh, critical in terms of the number decline of number of sales. I've had to make some really hard decisions in making my first round of, of layoffs uh, at our company, um, all of which was scary to share publicly, was scary to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it does create safety in the room when every leader comes in and it's just real with what's going on. And no one mm-hmm. can help if we're not first of all real in terms of taking our armor off that's and making right. sure that there's a safe space for us to do that. And what I love about our event is we create that safe space for leaders to do that and then develop, mm-hmm. that develops us into stronger mm-hmm. leaders because that's ultimately what our people want is realness yeah. um, and us to be who we are, yeah. um, which allow that, that room right. allows us to do that.
1: That's right. It's what our families want. And honestly, that's what our teams want too, is they just want you right? They want, they want you for who you are, not who you think you have to be. So I think that goes along with, you know, this, this need that we have
0: to always look good and be right. Right. And the truth is, is that with leader, with leadership, that isn't what our people are wanting. Our people are wanting vulnerability. Our people are wanting transparency and to lead with heart. And I think Mm -hmm. what came from the event on terms of leadership is permission to be vulnerable, permission to be transparent, and permission to lead with heart, which so many yeah. females have that superpower naturally. And I just felt I came home with a renewed excitement in terms of leading um, with vulnerability, leading with heart, mm-hmm. and not leading with this idea that we have to always look good and be right, but instead leading our people with the heart to serve them. Yes. Um, and is so, so Important, so I loved. I loved loved our talk on leadership.
1: I did. I did too. And and the second part of that is um, really a conversation that we can't have in a lot of circles. The second part of this is investing and growing your net worth, and being in a room where talking about money isn't taboo is such a freeing thing. And. It, it wherever you're entering in the room, we had some people entering in the room with negative net worths or way negative net worths that were way in the red. We had other people that had become net worth millionaires for the first time. And we had other people that have hundreds and hundreds of properties and tons of net worth. And it the cool part about it is it's not about comparing yourself to somebody else, but it was about how how do I move the needle in this area of my life towards where my goals are and what I want for my life. And until you define what you want your life to look like, the, the, there's no comparison that's going to help you get there. And so it's really getting real with who you are and what you're wanting, and then taking a look at, at where you're investing or your net worth is to figure out your game plan to move that forward that can be really powerful. And then to be surrounded by a whole room of doing things differently. Uh, everybody in there is doing something a little different and was willing to share and help and brainstorm and and give ideas and ways to move that forward. It was, that was so cool to me to like see that even more. We we added a lot more this year with investing and it was just so cool to me to see that, that piece really ramping up.
0: It was, I, I don't know, I've probably heard at this point, If you combine all the podcasts we've done with all of the wealth building and investing workshops I've taken, panels I've listened to, I'm probably upwards of 50 plus uh, panels or investing wealth building workshops, Mm -hmm. right? This was by far, led by Tiffany Fikes, our amazing um, co-host, this was by far the best panel I've ever heard on wealth building and investing. Yes, I mean, every single panelist spoke with confidence and also like... Vulnerability in terms of where they started, they all shared mm-hmm. their journey in terms of where they started with investing, which with which many of them started with making massive amount of sacrifice to get to where they are. But multiple of them now are multi million dollar net worth um, uh, uh, holders, right? They have multi million net worth and sharing their journey of that, and then the tactical things that came from it. Each panelist gave a different sort of strategy in terms of investing and building wealth building your wealth and i'm telling you it was phenomenal like that alone mm-hmm. the the tactical things from that panel alone makes the price of our experience seem to me like so minor because yeah. of the change that we can have in our net worth in our wealth building journey just from
1: the things that we learned from that one panel alone it was so 100 it was so good And then the other cool thing that I loved with that was we have a company that we're working on closing out their uh, funding right now for their next round of capital that they need to grow. And with our group, they right now have 70 investors in their company and seven of them are women. And when our Her Best Life crew comes together and finishes out their funding, we will actually take their investor pool from 10% women to over 50% women. And funding their company. So it will literally Ugh. change the entire makeup of this company's investment. like love it, which is so cool. It's so cool. and and our attendees are able to take advantage of not only learning about net worth, but actually practicing what they preach and participating in that, which is really cool. And that's that's something that's been really fun that Sarah and I have loved doing this year with our Empire Circle with Her Best Life is, you know, not only are they growing personally and professionally and in their leadership and in all those areas, but they're also growing their net worth and getting access to, um, you know, different investment opportunities that aren't necessarily available to the public, which is really fun. And we get to be a part of that. And that's, that to me is just so fun. I just, I love, love, love that. I love, I love it too, and it, it's 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 truly impacting um,
0: the the attendees' lives and our lives in such a big way because it's a ripple effect that goes yes. through multi-generations multi-gener- is what's happening through yeah. investing, through wealth building, through building um, a community to where it's not on you to do it all, but a you can be an investor in something that's coming up in terms of uh, building your wealth. And so I, I loved. Um, yeah, I mean we we killed it. In terms of the investing and wealth building, it was so it was so cool. We got on all of them, so cool. Uh, but that for sure pumped me up.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they activated me well, to the go other, invest. Yes, I know. Nick and I have been having so many conversations about that. Literally right before we were recording, those were the conversations we were having. And the the other thing I will say too is is that research shows that when women's net worth increases, that money not only helps their family and their generational wealth, but it also gets invested back into the community at a higher rate. And so we need more women growing their net worth because we know that when that happens, communities benefit from that. And so it is is a duty that we have to raise our net worth because not just our families are benefiting from it. Think about all the schools you support, all the boards you sit on, all the community organizations that you help with, all the different nonprofits that benefit. And so we have to continue to raise the lid on that because our communities depend on it. And and that's an awesome, awesome byproduct of it, which is so fun.
0: Yeah, we're we're so passionate about it at Her Best Life that we have a community called the Net Worth Club. And the whole focus is on Mm -hmm. building the net worth of of females, of leaders, um, because we do know through increasing net worth of, uh, females that that will help change the world. Um, and so it's something that we are super passionate about, um, and the event covered amazingly well. Well, F is such a powerful yeah. one. Um, and, and it stands for friendships, um, and relationships. It's a good I mean, word, I, I don't know about you guys. Good. It is. <laughs> yes, that word's a good one. <laughs> Le- leadership, building an empire is by far the most loneliest thing that I've done. Um, and many days you feel lonely, many days you feel alone as, as you're struggling through things. Um, you know, It just feels like a lonely journey um, in terms of building, and, but it doesn't have to be. Um, and we get to choose whether or not it's lonely. I think that was that was sort of what mm. Sue was telling me that day, was like, don't choose to do this lonely. Um, choose mm. to lean in to your circle. And I a big focus on that was making sure that the room was able to see every single person, not necessarily for who they represent or who they, in terms of looking good, being right, but instead mm-hmm. really see them. Uh, and it was it, it was such a powerful part of the experience because I, I feel like everyone walked out of there with renewed relationships, both with mm-hmm. those that they might have had already or new um, relationships that felt like they've been around for a long time. Um, but mm-hmm. deepening those relationships by talking through our, our personal mission statements, who we are as people, being vulnerable in terms of showing and sharing um, who we are uh, through our mission statements and then leaning into that life assessment that we did in the beginning of the event, but leaning into the relationships that can help us with each of the areas of mm-hmm. life that we need to improve on.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and we know that we all live longer when we have close friendships. It's actually like a scientific fact. You live longer when you have that. And so if you're missing that, this is, this is such a key area. And, um, you know, we've had before where people came in where we put like groups into circles to help you build connection and 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 be able to to foster those relationships. And sometimes people don't necessarily gel with their circle the first time. And what's really cool is when they come back the second time, we've had so many second-time attendees now have a clear idea of what they want and what they're looking for. We can help match them up even better. Um, and, and that's been really fun to see too where they'll go, okay, I had three people I really connected with last time really well, and then this time I've added six or seven more that I really – um, have, have found a deeper connection with and, and get to foster that relationship. So that's that's a cool part about it. And your your literal life depends on you having good relationships. So we need you it does. to build those friendships. It does. Um, I I think that
0: it's this has been definitely a growth area for me personally. Not from. I've always had deep relationships with family and, mm-hmm. and growing up, that was always the priority in terms of what was ingrained in me was just like being there for our families, right? And I think I struggled with leaning into friendships and making them a priority. And I will tell you that as I've grown in my friendships and relationships outside of my family, all aspects of my life have gotten better, including the way I show up as a wife, including the way I show up as a mom, including the way I show up as a daughter. And it really was in those friendships that led me to growing in those other areas. And I did not see that before. Um, And I think it it was so powerful to watch so many in the room lean into new and renewed uh, relationships to where they don't have to go through their challenges and empire building alone. Um, And so it was, Mm-hmm. So powerful!
1: I love that, and I I completely echo your sentiments there. And I, I think the other cool thing you and I were talking about with this is because we have been so fortunate to build relationships with really strong, powerful women. It was really interesting to me to see several women come this year that were sort of like, nah, I I don't know, I don't, I've never had strong female relationships. That's not really like a a thing, or like. the the stigma of women can be catty, right? Or the stigma of like, I don't really want to let my guard down in front of other people. Um, That's not really something that I need. And, and those women that came were like people that I respect and admire and adore and think are just incredible humans already, but they came out of that feeling like, wow, I could actually be authentically me. And I didn't I didn't have to put on a show or I didn't have to, like, people were really accepting me for who I am and genuinely wanting to get to know me, not my real estate or not my business or not my medical persona, but my, my, myself is who I truly and authentically am in this world. Um, And that was just, that to me was one of the biggest gifts I received from the event was them coming out going, you know, I really, I wasn't really sure about this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't really sure. About coming or I almost didn't come. And I'm so, so glad I did because I found areas of my life that, that I, I had, I had either limiting beliefs around or my guard up that, that I was able to, to take and move forward. And that, that to me was just so rewarding. It was, and I I think, you know, as we're
0: growing our businesses, as we're leading, as we're making financial decisions, watching our numbers, all of the things that we have to do in a day, and on top of that, right, uh, getting to be wives, moms, sisters, like all the things that we are as human beings, um, I think what can happen sometimes is we do put on the identity of the empire builder, right? That then becomes our identity. Mm -hmm. But with through real friendships, you realize the value of yourself is not in your identity of what you do. Instead, the value of yourself is in yeah. who you are and what you represent. And I shared, um, as we opened up the day, I shared about a text message that I had sent Wendy, uh, one of our co-hosts, of course, Wendy Papazan, and, um, who's a very good friend of mine. And I she was asking me about the numbers of the business last year. And last year, Empower Home across um, nine locations did $34 million in revenue, which was an awesome year. That mm-hmm. was the best year we've ever had. That's an amazing And I year. sent her... Yeah. I, I sent her a text saying, hey, you know, just in full transparency, you know, this year we're, I'm working my tail off to get us to 26. So basically a decline of about $8 million in revenue. And I just wanted to be transparent with her about it. Mm. And I will never forget, she responded in a text and it actually stopped me in my tracks. Like I was literally running. <laughs> um, and it stopped, me, it stopped me in my tracks because I read it and it said, um, I will love you no matter no, I love you regardless of your achievements. Mm. And um, yeah, I shared that as we opened up the day because I think so many times we think we are our achievements. Yes. And what we find out is that true friendships, true relationships, they don't view us for what we've achieved. Mm -hmm. They're they're not, like, we don't go, like, I didn't go down in ranking in terms of friendships with Wendy because we've we've declined this year compared to last year, right? Mm -hmm. I'm still a beautiful part of her life and a a, a key relationship that she has. And I mean, how many of our listeners, how many of our attendees needed to hear that, right? We are not our achievements. Um, yeah. And we are humans with, with goals that, that are outside of achievements in terms of our mm-hmm. businesses. And so it, getting in a room that you can lean into who you are as a human being, not who you are in terms of your achievements is a blessing that all of us need.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so good, Sarah. And you're so right. We do love you regardless of what the numbers say. <laughs> so we never, I've never attached your I beauty love you to that, but I, I know, I know how, like for me, one thing as we were going through, um, I had the pleasure of getting to teach with Diane Griffin, you're building out your personal mission exercise and we just, dis- we discussed the difference between a goal and a mission. And your a goal has a beginning or an end. It can have a success or failure. It has. I can tell if I'm making movement towards it. And in a mission should outlast that. It should. It should not end. You can. You can make progress towards it, but it's bigger than that. And I discovered actually when we were building out that exercise that I I thought my mission was to build a, a world and organizations big enough that no one ever wanted to leave and. And the problem with that was that then when people left, right, or we didn't succeed, not mm. only did I not achieve a goal, mm. it also personally crushed me because I had tied my identity and ego and mission to that. And all of a sudden when I realized so true. I, I was not that and and my business fell apart um, that, I, that was not me. That was, I, I needed to learn lessons. I needed to grow. I needed to do all these things, but that was not me and my pers- persona and my mission that all of a sudden gave me permission to view success and failure differently and in seasons, um, and in growth versus my identity. And I think so many of us as, as leaders, Put our blood, sweat, tears, money, sleep, <laughs> life into our businesses, yes. and then when they succeed or fail at different times, it feels so personal. And and to be in a room that that sees you as a person and, and not as as your persona is just it's so powerful. So I I love that Wendy shared that with so you powerful. because you are, it, yeah, gosh, you were you were so incredible, Sarah and. I just am so thankful for your friendship, and and I feel the luckiest out of our dolls because I think I've had you the longest So, (laughs) out of our group. (laughs) True. That is so true. Very true. I've had you the longest, too. (laughs) I love that. So our next one is one um, that is, I think, near and dear to a lot of women's hearts as we age, and that is the word energy Mm. because how you feel impacts how you show up in your businesses, but even more importantly, in the relationships that you have. Yep. It, it's, I don't know, th- this week, so uh, Wendy is
0: taking care of her dad. She's moving her dad from um, Minnesota to, uh, to Texas. Yeah. And it, it was, it's a big week uh, for her. So she's mm-hmm. she's up there. And so that's why she's not here today. And she sent a text message to our circle this week that was so powerful. Yeah. Uh, she said, I'm thankful that I have the energy that I've taken care of myself to where Mm -hmm. I have the energy and the financial resources to be able to do this, to take care of my dad this week. And I just thought, A, I loved that she was owning, that she did that, meaning I've taken care of my body. I've made wise financial decisions to where I can make the choice this week to focus on my dad. Um, But a big part of that is energy. I mean, Mm -hmm. how we manage our energy in terms of working out, what we put into our bodies, what we're drinking, what we're eating, all of that impacts how we show up outwardly right, in the energy that we can bring to our family, to our friendships, to our, in our mm-hmm. leadership, in our growth of our business. And so we dove into taking care of our health, Making making sure that the entire room knew that when we choose to work out, it's the, actually the most selfless thing we can do. It's not selfish to choo- take that time. Mm-hmm. It's actually selfless because it allows for us to take care of our bodies to where we can pour into others. Uh, we also had an amazing doctor there mm-hmm. that spoke at one of the breakouts. Uh, Say and I were teaching Dr. our Bittner. breakout, and so mm-hmm. we didn't get to sit through it, but that I can... Yes, Dr. Bittner, I cannot wait to hear it because I heard raving uh, things that came out of that in terms of hormones, health, all the things that, that she went over. So um, I do actually think that that was recorded, and I think we're going to play it here at the Empire Building Podcast. So yeah. can't wait. To be on the lookout for that. If
1: not, we're going to get her on as an interview. Yeah, because she was really good. And you know it's good yes. when Sue Adler is willing to miss a sales breakout to go do a health <laughs> breakout with hormones. True. Like, that yes. and she came back freaking out. She was like, that was worth it for me over everything else. And I just I loved that because that she it was, was always like, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ramp my business up first. But it was so good. And and the other thing on energy that I wanted to make sure I hit on is as, as strong females, there are words that can get attached to that. There are words like um mm. some friend groups have told. Told me or told other attendees, you have a lot of masculine energy, right? Like you, mm. you come across as really masculine, or aggressive, or assertive, um, at, or you're too much, and yeah, like to actually be in a room where the energy in the room is completely comfortable with you being that way, and yes, you don't come across as a B word or you don't come yep. across as as some some bossy terrible person you actually just show up as as a strong, really strong amazing female. leader yes yeah i mean how powerful is that and i i had multiple women come up to me saying I have always been called masculine or aggressive or assertive or too much or all these other words, and this is the first time I've ever been in a room where nobody cared. Like I actually, yes. I was actually probably not the most aggressive one in the room, <laughs> and, and everyone was great with it and not trying to make me feel smaller for it or not trying to make me shove myself into a little corner of a box to to feel like I could fit in. And I just that just made my heart so happy to hear that we had created an environment together with our co-founders and our amazing HBL team that, that did that. That just it was such I a agree. gift. I loved that. I yes, loved the, that.
0: Energy, the energy in the room was amazing. And so not yeah. only taking care of ourselves in terms of how we manage our energy, but also being in a room where your energy is embraced, loved, acknowledged, yes. seen um, as a good thing as something that you yeah. want to lean into and that th- those qualities will help you change the world and make a bigger impact. Um, and that's yeah. the energy that was in that room um, and is in that room for the future mm-hmm. as well. Now, the the exclamation point to life was is fun. And so we can't end this episode without yes. talking about the fun that we had. Uh, we had an amazing Dolly dance party. So it was in Nashville, Tennessee. And so Tennessee's the hometown of Dolly Parton. And uh, we were able to, just let loose a little bit i mean all of us yes. are this year has been has been a challenging year for many of us and so it was just awesome just to get dressed up fun, get our cow, cowgirl boots on. Um, and we, we saw so many different costumes and just dan- dance dance uh, the night away. Um, and so it was a very uh, fun time uh, along the way. I know there were lots of pajama parties that happened at night as well and just truly um, intimate conversations. Uh, th- that was if I had to define my week for the event, it would be intimate conversations. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure what was different about this one than previous ones, but, um, thankfully many of our members saw me as a safe place to talk to. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I'm, I was overwhelmed by it in terms of the emotions that came from those, um, conversations. Uh, and after processing it, I'm thankful that I had to ha- I got to have those, mm-hmm um, conversations with some amazing yeah. women. Um, and I think that that was one of the most beautiful things that happens. Isn't necessarily what happens in the room, but also what happens because of the room, um, the conversations yeah. that happened because of the room, um, were critical.
1: I, I love that. I absolutely love that. And, 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 just to be in a space where you can you can let loose and also do the work on yourself at the same time is just really really special um and it's it's amazing to me like Sarah you're talking about I don't know what was different about it I think I think your vulnerability has continued to increase over the years and that has given people permission to feel safe with you which is awesome and I also think the size of the room meaning we capped the space like we're doing in Miami too we're mm. capping the space and so yes. um yep. that like that it will sell out in Miami for next year we're already like well on our way as far as sales go and so that room is going to be capped and so i think the size of yep. it also allowed for really intimate conversations and where we're having it in Miami next year also is very intimate conversations and so um I think that that's that's going to be a really special part about next year, too because I mean, I think we're we're not raising the size from this year to next year, so it's gonna it'll sell out quickly, no. but it's, it's what we wanted any, from an intentional yes. standpoint from the event. Yeah, very, very
0: intentional. And I, I want to encourage all of our listeners, if you if anything we said today resonated with you in terms of a need that you have, um, which I continue to have a need to focus on my leadership, to focus on my wealth building, to focus on those key relationships and friendships, to focus on my energy to make sure that I can be the person I need to be to pour into others. If that resonates with you, um, I I cannot stress enough. I mean, we're already well- over um, 30% sold out. And we're not even, we're well, a little bit over a year from the next event. Um, that's unheard of in the event world to be this percentage in terms of uh, of already sold out. And I don't, I'm having, I was talking to actually our friend, Anna Kruger about this with, with my strengths because mm. of the emotions that I was having after the event. And um, I, I wasn't understanding them. And so I was talking to her about it. And um, she said, it might, be enough, it might be one of your strengths that's showing up. And so she asked me some questions. And one of them really hit home with me, which was with my competition strength, mm. which is number one, if you're seeing a need that needs to happen for others, like you're responding to it out of like almost anxiety because you want that for them. And that's exactly what it is, um, because I'm I'm nervous mm. that the the women that need to be in the room aren't going to be in the room, um, and I'm like this this room yeah. has changed my life so much that I'm passionate about it, and it has increased my all facets of my life, made me a better leader, increased I mean my my wealth and net worth is I don't know six times what it was when I first got into the room, mm-hmm. um, and the friendships, all of those things, and so I, I if you if this resonates with you, I cannot encourage you enough. We still have early bird pricing. I don't know how long we're going to be able to do that just because of how, how we are keeping the room intimate. So I would encourage you to go to herbestlife.com. Get your ticket right now. You will not Regret it. Uh, we have early bird pricing, yeah. and you need to be there. If something we said resonated, you need to be there. So, uh, yeah. thank you so much for joining me and Seychelle today as we talk about something we're both so passionate about, which is the Her Best Life community, the life change that we had from being in mm-hmm. the room this past week, and the life change that we saw happen. We would encourage you to get your ticket to our next event in uh, our next experience in Miami. Um, but just th- thank you so much for joining us, and remember. Okay, life is a lot about building that empire, but please do not build the empire and forget about building that big life. So get out there, build big empires, but an even bigger life. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.